Hey, welcome to Mare Studies. I'm one of your hosts, Jill. And I'm your other host, Lucas. That was my best impersonation of Lucas. It and, wasn't enough. I didn't give it enough. And I didn't really have to impersonate me. I can just kind of be me. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Um, welcome to our show. Yeah, thanks for listening. This is episode 28 of Mayor Studies. This week, I chose the song. Your best choice so far. It's a great choice. I'm really glad I chose this song. Mm -hmm. I've really, uh, I don't know if enjoyed is the right word, but it's been really meaningful for me to spend time with this song. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, like, it's, 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 the song is heavy. Yes. So it's not like scary. a rah-rah, you know, like, oh, I'm so happy kind of song. No. And I tend to like those things in life, the rah-rah, let's be happy things. Mm -hmm. I always, like, tend to gravitate towards, like, the... The happier songs, the faster songs, the mm -hmm. more rock and roll songs. But this, there's just no denying how great and brilliant this song is. Spoiler alert, I'm, I'm not going to hate on this one. Oh, well, good, because it's been, there's been a, a weird succession of episodes <laughs> with having a host or guest on, who actually was worried about he, how people are going to respond to Ben, mm -hmm. not because he's not delightful, because he is, um, but because I knew his take wasn't as enthusiastic as ours, and right. we got a lot of comments about people appreciating it. Oh, nice. And liking a different point of view and stuff, and uh, maybe there were people who didn't like it, but if there were, they didn't comment. And also, on that note... Um, we had put up in our story like, hey, do you have a suggestion to make the podcast better? Is there mm -hmm. something you'd like to see? And everyone wrote back the nicest stuff. And oh, was, awesome. I would like expected when I do that on the Apartment 4D podcast, mm -hmm. there's like a lot of opinions. Uh -huh. It has more followers too, though. Right. And they can run the gamut from like really complimentary to like harsh. Oh, okay. Um, and so I just braced myself for that and everyone was really kind and oh, awesome. seems to like the podcast. So that made me happy. Hey, thanks for not sharing any of that with me. That's great. In hindsight, <laughs> I, I could have sent some screenshots to you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You could have let me in on your little like yeah, feel good about yourself I party. I forgot about you. Yeah. Like Lucas doesn't care. He's just going to do whatever. I mean, just criticism degree. just rolls off of him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, John in the news. John in the news. Uh, this is not news, but for some reason it's making the rounds. Okay. A long time ago, John ran into a younger female fan in a guitar store okay. and bought her a guitar. Oh, what a guy. The, the guitar of her dreams. I didn't actually Was read the article. Was it his signature guitar? No, I don't oh. think he had. This is a while back. Oh, okay. Um, and so I didn't read the article because I just saw it. Right. Um, and it was the second time that I had seen it. So... I don't have more to share on that, but if you Google it, then you can read about I it. I wonder if afterward, if he tapped her for valuable career advice, that's what he says in the John Mayer has a TV show. He does. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like, I have these guys who their job is to like scan the audience oh for, for young girls that I can tap for valuable career advice. Very funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, John is playing on December 2nd for the Alice 97.3, which I guess is a radio station, Alice in Winterland show in San Jose. Yeah. Yeah, and we can't go to that. So, although what someone, oh, her name's on the tip of my tongue. Did I screenshot it to you? She's like, you, you Lucas should come to this. You did. I want to meet you. To and me. I was like, that's a long drive. I'm oh, like, and she's delightful. I'm, I'm so sorry because I know she's listening and I can't remember her name. I didn't. I am not doing that drive. No, neither am I. But. I drove. So last time we went to Oakland, we flew up there. We have some friends who live there, so we stayed. With, uh, it was actually this time last year. Mm -hmm. It was our anniversary last year. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then we drove back with them down here and like I managed it I survived it and obviously I've done way worse drives since like the drive to Austin was like 23 hours mm -hmm. but that was different I had the boys with me you know yeah so you're saying you don't want to be in a car with me I, I don't want to be in the car period for I don't like want to be in the car hours. with me either yeah uh, <laughs> if I had more money I would fly but I'm not a huge fan mm -hmm. because my patience is low and I don't right. do great in crowds anymore like 
I would rather just go to a John Mayer concert and just hear John Mayer. I'm not really here for a small set amongst other artists. Right. And I don't remember who the other artists were, but I remember none of them really getting me like super excited. Well, you know, the new San Bernardino Airport does fly to San Francisco. I did know that. Would granted, San Jose is across and the bay, but... Utah. Yes. I don't know if I'm going to fly out of the San Bernardino Airport. I'm going to eventually because my sister's in Salt Lake and yeah. we have friends in the Bay. So one of these ways I'm going to end up in one of those It's a places. very specific topic for this podcast. I actually look, cause, so we're going to be in New Orleans in, in a couple of weeks to celebrate our anniversary. Um, and I was actually looking to try and fly, and find, fly out of San Bernardino to hit Salt Lake first to visit my sister and uh-huh. then to go from there to New Orleans. I love that but idea. The flights just were getting crazy expensive at that point. So Okay. Mm. Um, so I guess we should get into it. Well, the thing no, that I sent you, like John Mayer doing the something for hilarity, hilarity for charity. Yes. Is that new or old? I don't know. I I meant to talk about that um, in the news because a couple weeks ago, because I saw an ad for it come up in my Facebook. Okay. And I was like, oh, here's another event I can't afford. Awesome. Right. Um, and the event itself, I'm under the impression, is annual. Okay. I just don't know that John had been at it before. Oh, and did you send me the thing about his glasses? Yes. Yes, I can't believe I didn't talk about that. First of all, and I bet everyone listening can identify with this, who has glasses? I wear glasses. You mm-hmm. do not. No, I do not. My son wears glasses. I have glasses. perfect eyesight. Okay, you know what? That's what? what's making me mad. Mm-hmm. First of all, how dare some of you wake up and just be able to see? Yeah. That is offensive. It is rude. The world's just there when I open my eyes. Uh, it's so unfair. And second, why would any of you then choose to wear glasses <laughs> ever, even for a photo, even for a minute, as like part of a fashion accessory? And when John wears glasses as an accessory, it drives me insane. Not because he doesn't look fabulous, because of course he does, because that's the other thing. Mm-hmm. Only people who don't have to wear glasses look good in them. The rest of us just look like we don't have glasses faces, but we do because our eyes don't work. So I know you and I have talked about this in life. Have we talked about this on the podcast? Glasses? Yeah. I feel like I'm saying something I've said before. Yeah, where I was like, hey, you should be embracing those people because they're normalizing the idea. Oh, God, we did already have this conversation. But was it on the podcast? I don't remember. Someone DM us and tell us. Yeah, anyway. Sorry if it's repetitive. But John was making like a bit out of how his glasses were falling down, how he couldn't keep them on. And he was like, oh, I guess I was being funny after all. And it was adorable. So go check it out. And I saw it from an Instagram account uh, at John Mayer Banter Mm -hmm. that always has good stuff. I'll follow that. Yeah. I'm going to write that down. Yep. Okay, so uh, song bio. Song bio, here we are, slow dancing in a a burning room, track eight off Continuum. This is one of John's most commercially successful songs of all time, Mm -hmm. yet was somehow never a single. People love right. yes. People love this song so much that they went and listened to it all on their own without it being promoted. That's impressive. That's super impressive. You sent me something before the podcast, mm-hmm. when, not before the podcast today, but before we even had a podcast. So yeah. this is like months. dark times. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, about some Instagram account that was doing like a Sweet Sixteen, like NCA bracket tournament. Oh with yes, John Mayer songs. and this song always and this song won. Mayor Madness. Okay, Mayor Madness. Yeah, and this song won. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize it was that popular with other people because, again, it hadn't been a single. And I'm not as connected. I'm way more connected to the community now that I spend so much time And rehearsing. you hadn't seen him live yet because the reaction mm-hmm. live is very telling. Go yeah. ahead. Sorry. Oh, it's all good. Um, and so I was just surprised at how popular it was. But it really is. Like, I, I mean, I, if, I, if you make me pick what is his most popular song, I'm going to go with this. Really? Yeah. I, I, I would probably agree. I'm going to say something controversial. Oh, no. Have we switched roles? No. Oh, no. It's controversial in a positive way. Oh, okay. 
it might be mm-hmm. his best song. Doesn't mean it's my favorite because mm-hmm. Walt Grace is my favorite, but it is for sure in my top three. Maybe even my top two, depending on the day. Yeah. Would you agree with that? I think the quality of this song all around is impeccable. Yes, it's perfection. The knock for me is oh, that it's sad. Always. Oh, okay. That's not a real knock. I'll take that. Yeah, it's just it's just sad. But that it's, doesn't make it not one of his best no, songs. No, it's that's what I'm saying. Like it's great mm-hmm. on an artistic level. It's great. Mm-hmm. I don't love. That's why I said this hasn't necessarily been a great experience listening because to the song for a week. Because it just speaks to your and a sadness you've experienced. Absolutely, yeah. and continue to experience. Like mm-hmm. it's just, it, 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 he's so. That's what makes songs great. Yeah, I don't. I don't like living in sadness, though. Oh, you know okay. me. Like I thrive on positivity. Yeah. What sadness? No, that goes under the rug over there. We don't yeah. look over there. You that, like the calm after the storm. Yes, that closet over there. That's the sadness closet. We don't sadness open that closet. up. And it's one of those like things on that like friends. When um, Monica oh, the box? had, oh. no, the closet that was all messy and oh, disorganized. Yeah. Go ahead, sorry. I was thinking about, like, Chandler in the box. Like, No, I remember that, too. <laughs> yeah. um, so that's, that's literally my only problem with this song. And mm-hmm. it's not a problem with the song. It's just my own relationship to the song is not a positive relationship. Okay. So. Any other song bio details for us? Uh, it's on Continuum, so all the same Continuum stuff. It's literally just him, Pino, and Steve Jordan. That's it. There's no extra musicians on this song. Um... I, the other song bio things are going to bleed very nicely into uh, Ooh, notable versions of the song. Go right ahead. Uh, Rose from Blackpink uh, did a cover of this song. Tell me about that. Yes, and like it's like her first like English language solo mm-hmm. kind of thing um, that John Mayer uh, t- uh, posted on Twitter and said that it was gorgeous. Mm. So it was a gorgeous version. He's like, oh, my own song is gorgeous. Yeah, <laughs> and this is a heavily heavily covered song. If you go yeah. on Spotify and just search for the song title, you'll find a billion people doing it. It's been sampled in some really awful rap songs. Oh, yeah, that's news to me. I listened to it just to see, and they're they're bad. Mm-hmm. It's bad. Um, so I'm not going to name check them because I don't want to be hating on anybody. But but you already did basically. <laughs> it, it was people I was unfamiliar with. Anyway, yeah. So that yeah. that may have something to do with it. Um, yeah, just incredible. Uh, it, it went number one in like Indonesia or something. Really? Yeah, without any. A lot of fun facts today. Yeah. Um, I uh, want to say that my favorite version. I love how I started prefacing things with "I want to say" lately. By the way, obviously, just I want to say them. Say I'm, it with your chest. Say what you need to say. Yeah, exactly. Um, would say. So, the album version, perfection. Mm-hmm. But seeing and hearing it live. Mm-hmm is the my favorite version. Anytime I've seen or heard it live, it's just so jammy. Are you ready for my controversial take? You don't like it live? Here's my controversial take. What's the best version of the song? All of them. Oh, I would agree with that. They I literally I, I haven't found one I don't like. I listened to the village session, just acoustic one. Mm-hmm. I listened to the live from where the light is. Where the light I is, listened yes. to them playing it on Letterman. Mm-hmm. I obviously have listened to the album a bunch of times. Yeah. They're all good. Who are you right now? So they're positive. all good. Like uh, there's there, you know me. I'm I'm preferential towards having drums in songs because mm-hmm. that's what I do. But even that just acoustic version, there there's a beauty to it that, like, if somebody was like, "Oh, I really love this," I I understand. I get it. You like it live? Yeah, it kills live. Yeah. So I've got no, you know, like I literally, it's all, it's good in every format. Mm-hmm. There's none of them that for me are less than any other. Mm-hmm. So I just like them all. Okay. I, I like that hot take. And what's interesting about that is that I think that has a lot to do with the structure of the song. This is a ridiculously simple song. This is not a complicated song. Like musically? Yeah. Okay. It's very, very simple. 
Um, and I think that's part of the beauty of it and why it works in almost any situation, why people keep covering it, mm -hmm. because it's, it's not about it being complicated. It's about the content of the song. We'll talk about iconic guitar lines. Mm -hmm. That intro, the, the introductory guitar line yeah. that he starts the song with, you yeah. immediately know what song the it is. The one you were singing earlier? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we, we always say the, the, the magic of John Mayer, the genius of John Mayer is in his lyric writing, but he has a knack for composing melodies mm -hmm. like nobody's business. Out, song after song after song, we do these songs of his, and the song is instantly recognizable by the guitar line within like three to four seconds. You know, absolutely. That is an absolute gift. It's he makes it seem so easy, but if anyone has ever tried to write memorable hooks on just a guitar, it's incredibly difficult. So, uh, that's you know, this song is just like head to toe, like a perfection. Yeah, it, it's a ten. My point that I wanted to make, which speaks to that, is when I was listening to the song today in preparation, and I was hearing that guitar part at the start, mm -hmm. I don't know if that guitar sounds like Tears and Sadness, mm -hmm. if you listen to it the, for the first time, uh -huh. or if because the song is so ingrained in me, mm -hmm. my reaction, I don't know, start crying, but it's like Tears and Sadness vibes. Mm -hmm. Like, I have no idea. It, does it sound sad to someone who's never heard it before? Do you know the it first does. time you it's, listen? It's kind of the bendiness of it, like the string mm -hmm. bends, it gives it sort of like a weepy feeling. Okay. And I like when he like hits the guitar. Do, do, do. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to do as quiet as possible so no one could hear me. I was like, what are we talking about? Um, what, what I'd be interested in, and I don't know this, and I wasn't able to figure it out in my research, is if he wrote this before or after In Repair, they're on the same record. Mm -hmm. So, um, Only but he knows. At the video for In Repair, he's playing around in the solo. He does the harmonizing guitar thing, and he's talking about how he'd never done that before. Oh, wow. And so which would lead me to believe that this song was written after that mm -hmm. because the, that line is a harmonized guitar. Yeah. Um, so just a little sort of inside baseball in case you care about things like that. Did you say inside baseball? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Today's the last day of baseball, uh, regular season baseball. Oh, I thought we were in the postseason already. No, the Angels had their last game today. Okay. And I know they're not in the postseason for sure. Okay, all <laughs> Just right. hate. Those are just facts. I love the Angels. Uh, so lyrical discussion then, right? No, yeah. no, I'm sorry. Song, song meaning. meaning. What am I even doing right now? Um, I mean, it's obviously about um, being on the cusp of a breakup. Yeah. And the horror and sorrow. And I think we've all been there. It's about love isn't enough. To stay with someone. Yeah. Everyone says love is all you need. Love mm -hmm. is enough. I can't tell you how many couples have broken up with no shortage of love between one sure. another. Yeah. You know. Um, so what is enough? Being in a relationship is incredibly difficult. Mm -hmm. Making a relationship work long time is incredibly hard. Look, you guys start out at this place and you make this agreement that, hey, we're going to be together. And I'm this person and you're this person and we like to be together. Ten years down the road, mm -hmm. I'm not the same person People I was change. ten years ago. Yeah. That other person is probably not going to be the same person. Mm -hmm. We want different things. Our paths may... I always think of it like visually as like you're walking down paths, right, mm -hmm. in life. And sometimes your paths are really close and it's really easy to connect. Sometimes your paths take you increasingly further and further apart. Sometimes you get so far apart, you can't connect. Yeah. It's not, I don't love you. Mm -hmm. I love you. I adore you. But you're all the way over there, and I'm all the way over here. Sure. Right? Our paths aren't intertwined anymore. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, love isn't enough. It takes skill. <laughs> it takes communication skills. It's a choice. It, it, yeah. It takes, um, you know, self-sacrifice. It takes... A whole bunch of things 
that aren't just love, um, you know, because a relationship is hard. And this song is about that. There's clearly like love here. There's clearly connection and it just doesn't matter. Yeah. The end is coming. So heartbreaking. Yes. The room is on fire. Literally. You know? Yeah. And there's that, the, that main metaphor, right? The room is burning. It's so visual. You can see it going up in flames and you can see the couple slow dancing, holding each other, not willing to let go, even though they know the entire place is burning down. Yeah. And just like knowing as soon as I let go, that's it. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. that's it. And that sense of I'm already mourning this thing. Even though I'm still technically in it. Yes. Yeah. Um, and also like in this, there seems to be a, 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 an inequality of John knows it's over mm -hmm. and the other person hasn't quite figured it out yet. Do you think that? I do. I, I do. And that will lead us right into a lyrics discussion, right? Yeah. I don't know. I'm stealing, stealing your lyrics. Say something while I read. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think there is. What, what's your argument for that? Well. You your lyrics back? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so in the second verse, he says, uh, uh, you try to hit me just to hurt me. So you leave me feeling dirty because you can't understand oh. that we're going down. Right. It just oh. leads right into the chorus. There says we're going down. They, I that person may okay. not know. She and, knows there's a problem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And at the, at the end of the song, he's saying, don't you think we ought to know by now? He's like trying to convince her. Like, don't I can't you believe see it? I never caught on to that. Yeah. You're 100% right. And don't even you think my we ear, were, like he's very much telling her. Yeah. Wow. My mind's like. And it, like all the way through is just really brilliant stuff. It's not a silly little moment. You know, uh, sometimes in, in relationships, you end up in these fights and it just seems like it's such a such a dumb fight. Mm -hmm. Why are we fighting over this? It's the dumbest thing in the world. And you could move down the road a couple bit, and then you can laugh about it or whatever. Yeah. Sometimes, and sometimes it is just a silly, silly little, little fight. Moment. Sometimes yeah. it's not. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's evidence that there's something really rotten at the core, mm -hmm. that the frame of your house is on fire. Yeah. And it's burning down. Um, well, the house isn't on fire. It's just the room. The room. Yeah. The room is <laughs> on fire. Let's not get carried away. Right? Okay, sorry. <laughs> and I love that switch where it's not the phrase is the calm before the storm. I right? know. I but know. But it's the storm before the calm where it's like, okay, this is bad, but it's going to get better. Mm -hmm. Right? And it's like, that's not what this is. And it's just such clever wording. It is. It's, it's always been my favorite part. Yeah. Um, it's it's not getting better. This is the storm because something is deeply, deeply broken here and mm -hmm. it's not going to be fixed. Mm -hmm. Um. And then he said, this is the deep and dying breath of this love that we've been working on. We've been working at this. Yeah. We wanted this to work. Mm -hmm. This is not, oh, I found somebody better. Yeah. This is not, oh, you know, I just don't like you. Mm -hmm. This is, we tried and we are holding on for dear life to the best of our efforts, even though we either lack the skill mm -hmm. to make this relationship work or we are just so poorly suited for one another yeah. that, you know, it's just not going to work. Yeah. I um, agree with you about not the storm before the calm, which mm -hmm. has always been um, one of my favorite lyrics. But I think that just the title itself mm -hmm. and how it just evokes such at the same time an actual literal mental image. Yeah. But then a metaphoric, mm -hmm. oh, I know that feeling all at the same time. It's just so, and that they're slow dancing yep. and it's like so intimate. It's just. And there's, in my perfection. mind, in my mind, they're slow dancing to this song. 
Oh, that's the song that's playing okay. that slow dancing to. I know that's very meta. Then this but girl's like, not catching on very no, fast. No, but that's and so in my in your vision of the song when you're visualizing this, sure, is it nighttime? Obviously, yeah. You're saying, yeah, the fire is more visually the, visually yeah. striking at night, right? Plus, yeah. people just slow dance at night. Like, when do you do a lot of slow dancing in the middle of the day I don't or in know, the morning? Some people might like to do that. Maybe nah, they're, uh-huh. nah. I also like, and I don't know. People probably don't agree with me, and I don't know why I like it. But when he says you'll be a bitch because you can. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about because it's like shocking and mm-hmm. doesn't fit, but also fits, and is how someone would feel. So like you're just being difficult because you can. Yeah. To the best of my knowledge, and I'm not encyclopedic on all John Mayer songs. Mm-hmm. And I didn't look this up. This is just off the top of my head. I can only think of one other instance of him using profanity in a song. And it was after this. And it was after this. That, I think, is why it sticks out to me. Because I don't know for sure, but I felt like it was like... The first time (gasps) you'd heard it. Yeah. Yes. Like, he's never cussed before in a song. Yeah. And I have no moral qualms with profanity. I have Mm -hmm. no issues with it. I personally don't ever use that word. No. Because of its sort of misogynistic tones yeah. that is typically thrown at used to diminish women mm-hmm. in a way that I don't participate in. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't love it there. Right. Yeah. Like if I, like I, I no, most people won't. And yeah. I, I totally get that. But I will say if you take out that word and you put in another word, it's very relatable. Rose like, does in her version oh, of it. She says she jerk. Yeah. See, <laughs> and that's, that's when you're in a fight with someone, what people do. Yeah. And then, and this is so specific to me and no one's going to get it, uh-huh. but for the rest of my life, the line, go cry about it, why don't you, mm-hmm. will be so special to me because my son, against his will, has had to listen to these songs since he's been born. Uh-huh. And so he would sing along to them in the backseat of the car. And as a toddler, he would sing that part so sassy because he wasn't, he had no idea what he was singing about. Right. But he understood, go cry about it, why don't you, go cry about what mm-hmm. don't you, and like cross his arms and get all into it. And it just makes me want to sit and cry. So sorry, thank you for listening to mm-hmm. that. Very Jill-specific moment. No, like, so that whole section there is bitterness, right? Yeah. And so that's why he uses that particular term, because he's bitter. Mm -hmm. He wanted it to work. Mm -hmm. He is, he's not looking for the easy way out. He really applied himself to this relationship and wanted it to work, but it's not. And he does not feel 100% at fault for this, right? He feels like there's this other person who's being a problem. And, you know, he's like... How how dare you say this didn't mean anything to me, right? You yeah. know, you were you were everything to me. I wanted yeah. this so badly, mm-hmm. um, and then we both handle it the way that we handle it. I'll make the most of the sadness. I'll go write this Songs. beautiful song mm-hmm. about it. You know, you'll be a bitch because you can, and you can get away with it. And mm-hmm. you know, then you're you're gonna hurt me on purpose. Mm-hmm. Is basically what he says after that. And then he's like, "All right, so this is where we're at. You've hurt me on purpose. You hit mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. and now not literally, but you know, yeah, um, that we know of. Yeah, now go go cry about it. What what, what are we gonna do? Like, yeah, play buildings on fire. Yeah, the tone gets a little more hostile towards yeah. the end. Not really hostile, but yeah. more attitude. Yeah, and I think it's just because he's feeling like she doesn't understand. He says yeah. it because you can't understand. Like I'm trying, I'm trying to get through to you that." Mm-hmm. This is not just something that we can fix. Yeah, she's pretty dense. I never realized. But I think, too, like, um, none of us like to fail at something. But I feel like John Mayer specifically has probably doesn't enjoy failing. Yeah. And that's coming out a little bit in this, too. Yeah. Um, What do you think of the first two lines of the verse? I was the one you always dreamed of, right? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I got my John Mayer. I know. I know how she feels. (laughs) You were the one I tried to draw. Mm -hmm. What does that that mean to you? To me, that means that 
like with a lot of us, in my opinion, mm -hmm. when it, like a lot of us, not try to change somebody, but like, it's like he's talked about in other songs. Like I like the idea of you, mm -hmm. but maybe I don't like you. Me, you're the thought of me. So you're the yeah. So you're the one I tried to create. Like you're yeah. the one who was close enough, and I thought we can make these changes. You're the one who I was imagining in my mind, right? And then you came, and it wasn't an exact matchup. Like I tried. Is yep. that how you take it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just see him like at a coffee shop or a cafe somewhere with a sketch pad. Um, <laughs> Literally drawing her because there is a song on heavier things. New Deep mm -hmm. is a song where he says, "I used to be the back po back porch poet with my book of rhymes always open." Mm -hmm. um, and so I could just see him like at a coffee shop at a cafe with his you know book open to write lyrics, and he's just drawing a picture of a girl, mm -hmm. and he's like, "Like this is the perfect this yeah. is the perfect person. This is the idealized version of a female partner for me." Mm -hmm. And then he meets her, and he's like, "It's you." but it's not you. Yeah. And that is crushing. I can imagine. That realization at whatever point he realizes, I thought it was you. I was so certain it's you and it's not. And this whole thing is burning down. That just feels so absolutely crushing to me. I agree. And what's interesting about what you said is that when the search for everything came out in clumps, if you will, like mm -hmm. every yeah, week. right. So one of the covers was this really beautiful drawn girl mm -hmm. like kind of like you know wild hair looking down and someone had asked him in an interview of some sort is this a specific person mm -hmm. like do you know this person and he's like oh no that's an idea of a person mm -hmm. that i think it was ellen but that doesn't make sense I, like that was not who he envisioned but kind of like an ideal partner yeah. sort of situation so literally that happened later there you go all right so you ready for listener feedback yeah. What do they got to say about the song? I've said a whole bunch about the song. You so, can tell I feel strongly about it, I think. I think everyone does. There mm -hmm. was some strong listener feedback. Uh, we have a 96% play and nice. a 4% skip. And several DMs of people saying to me, who are these clowns who are clicking skip? <laughs> and then a couple DMs of, I accidentally hit skip. Oh, nice. <laughs> we always get a lot of those and people feel like they need to explain it. I'm like, I don't can't do the math on that to change the statistic because right. I'm not Lucas. So sorry about that. Okay, so let's see. For fan feedback, we'll start with SP Bivona, who says, absolutely my favorite song, especially live. Yeah. That's representative of a lot of comments. A lot of people want to talk about the song live specifically. At Zyman Famarut, who have used the name twice now, and you need to DM me and tell me if I'm saying it right. Says one of the greatest guitar riffs. Agreed. It's, agree. it's just it's it's not hard, right? That's the thing. No one no one's looking at that and like, oh, that's impossible. Play. It's like three notes or five notes, whatever, right? It's a handful. <laughs> it's a handful of notes. Seems hard to me. Um, it, it's just like it's just so the melody is so masterfully crafted and ide easily identifiable. It's beautiful. At Amariz underscore True Love said Slay. Is she the one who said slay last week? I don't know, but this is an that's an interesting response to the song. I think they're just saying it now because I read it. The they're going to keep going with it. At Shell My Bell says, tug at your heart, sad lyrics, yet always want to listen to it. A unique guitar tune. Totally agree. Mm -hmm. At Carly Porter 1221 says, it's an absolutely heartbreaking masterpiece. Musical and lyrical perfection. The word I would use also. At Maricat said, the song I sing to my Pop-Tarts as they're toasting. <laughs> it okay. just makes me laugh because they're literally like in a burning room. Right. The Pop-Tarts. I don't think that's what John was thinking when he wrote it, though. 
Hey, who knows? At Charlie White 1971 said, whole lot of pain and disappointment in this one always makes me sad. Lucas, that would be your take, right? Yeah, I, you know, it's it's almost the curse, right, of him expressing this feeling so well mm-hmm. that it's like I can't listen to it and not get drawn in, you know? Yes. It's hard to like just very passively listen to this and not experientially feel mm-hmm. this song. That is a lovely segue to at Dev Rajput 10's comment, which is a song which makes you go nuts without you ever been in this kind of situation. Hmm. And I didn't think about someone listening to the song who's never been in this situation and what their reaction would be. But I didn't apparently either. it's strong. Yeah, because I definitely have been in this situation, so it feels I mean, very I, personal to me. I would love for someone to never have been in this situation. Yeah, good for you. At Enjoy.Jade said, you'll be a bitch because you can is one of my favorite lyrics. So like I said, it goes two ways with mm-hmm. that lyric. At Tilly underscore XX1 says, this is my favorite song to play on guitar. Can really hear both influences of SRV and Hendrix. Is that Stevie Ray Vaughan? Stevie Ray Vaughan. Wow. Yay, Good job. <laughs> Knowing about music. I'm so proud of you. At Heidi Stroll Romero said, I love the soulful bluesy sound of this song. It brings out all the feels. Mm-hmm. And at Ballroom Butterfly said, one of John Mayer's absolute bests. Yeah. Erica Jenny said, um, what you already said there's this desperate longing for it to work but knowing the ship's burning this is the one that always wins mare madness no hey there you go at michael bueller 411 says this is an always play song for me i loved everything about it the lyrics are depressingly real who hasn't had that toxic relationship where you keep going back even though you know it's never going to work and you're always going to feel bad about it and yourself after a while, you have no one to talk to about it because you've burned too much emotional capital on this crap show. He you've, used different words. You've pulled too many false alarms. Exactly. Nobody's going to come and save you. We pulled too many no, false yeah. alarms. Hey. Enough said. Let, let Michelle, who I think I called Michael at the start of you this. You really did. Sorry, Michelle Bueller 411. Let her say what she has to say. I'm sorry. I just wanted to, like, can, you know, be part of the conversation. Oh, I feel bad. This is a great quote, and I called her Michael. Sorry, Michelle. At J. Allen Clark says, absolutely adore this song. Maybe my favorite song of all time. Our band plays a good number of John Mayer songs, but this is my favorite to play because every time it's played, it can feel so totally different. Also, what John does with breaking this song down to almost nothing before the bridge and then brings it all back up so big before go cry about it is amazing live every time. You're going to like this next one. Okay. At Vanessa underscore Valeska says, I love the live version of that song with Maren Morris on the Sob Rock tour. Mm. When she sang very loudly, you'll be a dick because you can't. (laughs) I think he deserved it for writing lyrics like, because you don't understand or go cry about it. Why don't you? There you go. So every time I love when you say something and I like know Mm -hmm. that it's coming later. Yeah. At Neil Waltmeyer. I don't have time to read his whole comment, but I wanted to touch on his favorite lyric is all of them. Oh, yeah. (laughs) This is a lyrical masterpiece from start to finish. The most profound line to me is, it's not a silly little moment. When you're in a failing relationship, every silly thing turns into a fight. It's because you're not really fighting about that silly thing. You're fighting about all the other things. All the other things. Oh, my God. Let people say their comments. (laughs) 
all the other things that have built up over the course of the relationship that you haven't forgiven your partner for. It's really clever how he flipped the metaphor, the calm before the storm, into it's not the storm before the calm. This run is pure lyrical genius. You try to hit me just to hurt me, so you leave me feeling dirty because you can't understand. Neil Neil does come in clutch. Yeah. Neil asked us to fly him in. <laughs> so you guys are really going to have to uh, really, really play the podcast over and over again so we get enough ad money. Right. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's so interesting to think about it in that way, too, where it's like, Something that should be could be taken humorous in better times. Yes, absolutely. Right in better times, in better you could just take okay it in a times. joke. Mm-hmm. But because you're so sensitive, and because that area has been poked and it hurts so much mm-hmm. that it, you can't just bounce off you, it hurts. It's like, ow, that hurt that thing that you said, and yeah. so you re- react defensively. You react as somebody who is wounded and not somebody who can just laugh at yourself and let it go. You exactly. Know? Yeah, we've definitely all been there. Yeah, I would imagine. All right, that is all of our sharing for um, the Instagram followers. Are you okay? Yeah. You look yeah, so I, emotional. I told you, this song gets to me. This is now. why we should also do a video podcast. This is also why I waited so long to do the song. Because I, you know, I knew when we yes. talked about this, I was like... I, I want to do it right away. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to have such an emotional response to it. I need mm-hmm. to get in, like, a better place in my own, like, you know, yeah. life to handle it. And I was like, I can, I can do it. And I can do it now. Now you can. Yeah, yeah. I can get through it. All right. All right. So, Jill, this is a no-brainer to me. This is an absolute, absolute no-brainer. I think no-brainer. you're going to be surprised. Is this uh, the John Mayer who sings the quiet songs, or is he the one who turns the ladies on? According to the gram, this is 68% turns the ladies on. 30, are you okay? 32% quiet song. Would you like to say something about that before I share what I think? I don't know how to talk to these people. <laughs> it's so confusing. They never say what I think they're going to say. 32% say, say, versus 68%. That is um, shocking. I'm also, what you said about the other guy who was like, uh, hadn't had that experience. and was Yes, like, exp- yes. I'm almost happy for people. Mm-hmm. I'm happy that they can listen to this. And not feel. And take away, you know, just the not idea. Not identifying. Yeah, yeah, take away from it, oh, like, I don't know what in this song is turning you on. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, well, I've i even, like, advocated for some pretty toxic turning on stuff you in have. songs. Yes. I, this, I, there's no fun toxicity here for me. <laughs> I don't even know that this is toxic. Fun like, toxicity. Yeah, like, one of the comments was, like, this be about. be a bitch because you can is a little toxic. Well, yeah, I guess. But, like, I guess, you know, one of the comments was, like, oh, we've been in that toxic relationship. Yes. And it can absolutely just be toxic where yes. you keep coming back together yes. and and pulling apart and you pull too many false alarms and no one's going to save you now. I think you bring that into the song or you don't. Yeah. The toxicity. I don't know that the song inherently there has you toxicity. Go. There you go. Yeah. Um, but like there's there's no bad boy mm-hmm. sort of like oh maybe he turns on because he's being a there's, yeah. I, there's absolutely I'm tipping my hand now. There is zero here. Zero mm-hmm. that I can interpret as turning anyone on. So mm-hmm. I am absolutely lost mm-hmm. as to why you're about to say it turns you on. Let me explain it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It doesn't. So it was 100% a, a no for me. It's a, it's a quiet song. Yeah. Okay. Because really the, the question is to me turns ladies on or not. So yeah. it's a quiet song. And then I saw the statistic and mm-hmm. I was like, should I just start DMing people and asking? Uh-huh. Which I didn't. But I thought, I love this song so much. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, I don't know, 50% of John Mayer songs mm-hmm. 
can evoke, like I've talked about so many times, a specific memory. My son yeah. singing it in the back seat. You know, something that I was going through at the time. It's literally a soundtrack to my life. Mm -hmm. It just, it's run so many years now and there's been so much musical content and I love it and play it so much. Mm -hmm. That there's something about this song that I love that does make me love him, which isn't the question that we're on. Mm -hmm. But I'm wondering if people are just bringing that to it. Like mm -hmm. the guitar sound, just it's one of his best songs. I think almost everybody would agree. It's, it's at least a top 10. Yeah. And so I think that they weren't looking at specific lyric content. Mm -hmm. They were just more which go to the don't don't please don't DM me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Stay I out my back. DMs. You can DM us anytime. But please go to the at Mare Studies post specifically about this episode and then maybe share your thoughts on that in the comments because people send me DMs like, mm -hmm. oh, this is why I voted this way. Oh, this, and it's super interesting. But you interesting. can't share it with other people. And I don't feel point. like it's appropriate to screenshot DMs and yeah. ask them, is it okay? And I probably won't remember. Right. And Just so if you, publicly we, so we can all talk about it together yep. there. I actually thought about maybe, and this is something I'll throw up as a poll, starting like a Facebook group. Mm -hmm. Just because when, if you comment on, um, an Instagram post, mm -hmm. and I comment on an Instagram post later, unless I'm specifically replying to you, you don't know anyone else ever said anything. Oh, right. So there's not as much of like a way to connect and a dialogue. I'm not like crazy about using Facebook, but I think that that might be a better option for like everyone to discuss together. All right. I mean, you're on your own there. That's up to you because Facebook isn't really my. Well, it's up to them because I'm not going to do it if I'm there <laughs> talking to myself. Um, so yeah, so I, under I understand that i'm just guessing that's 68 percent of people's reasoning or because it's not like romantic it's not romantic it's just sad it's, but it's painfully just, sad it's beautiful it is so i think they're just confusing it with we don't ask them how much does this song make you love john mayer we only ask me that right. so i guess that maybe we should make that a poll too yeah well speaking of oh yeah good segue so Hey, uh, Jill, how much does this song make you love John Mayer? Five out of five. Right. Are you so proud of me for not saying six out of five? Hey, you set kept to the scale. I'm proud of you. <laughs> it's perfection. It's amazing. The title's amazing. So many lyrics that I love. And it's just beautiful. It's a 10 out of 10. That's not the scale, but it, as far as a song. Mm -hmm. And like I said, top three for sure. Maybe. I mean, I, there's been times when I thought of it as a top one. I've literally never skipped the song. I mm -hmm. could say with 100% confidence, never once in my life I've been like, oh, not today. Not this yeah. one. I'm just like, ah, oh, yes, this one. Lucas? So I'm going to draw a distinction here. Mm. Is this a great song? Absolutely. It's mm -hmm. one of his best works. It's an absolute great song. As a song, it's a 5 out of 5, 10 out of 10. Right. But the question isn't how great is the song. The question is how much would theoretically make someone love John Mayer. Mm -hmm. And for me, mm -hmm. the song hurts too much. I can understand that. The song hurts too much. And so it doesn't... Like the fact that he is somebody who has gone through this or, mm -hmm. you know, had this experience. It's too close to home I for me. I definitely want to give him a hug because of that. Yeah. And so it does, I'm not like, oh yeah, you'd be an ideal partner. Mm -hmm. Um, because I just, I feel like I, I just understand this dance too well, this, mm -hmm. this slow dance. Um, I actually know the steps to this one. You, you know? hate dancing. I do. Now I know why. Yeah. Now you know why. So I, I, from that standpoint, I would rate it a little bit lower. But as a song, it's a phenomenal, amazing song. Yeah. I understand that rating and the yeah. distinction. All right. Did you come prepared with a discussion question? Because well, you know I didn't. You didn't? Oh, you've been on a roll. We said everything we had to say. You've been on a roll. Okay. So. Um, you should make one up now. No. I'm just like, I always want to personalize it. Mm -hmm. You've been here. Yeah. You've been, you've been in the room. No? Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, you get mad when I pause. Sorry. No, I don't get mad. Pause. I don't get mad when you pause. No, after like our first or second one, you're like, we have to stop pausing. And I was like, I, that's how I talk. Did I say that? Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. I oh, no, no, pressing. not in a bad way. Oh. We were like, how can we improve? Oh, okay. And we had more comments than the people who listen. So yeah. I appreciate that. Um, so I think that I obviously have. I've been with someone we've broken up. I can't say that I've been in a prolonged you know, room burning, both hanging on situation, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Maybe I've been in situations where I hung on, another person was like, I was like trying to dance with them and they were walking away right. or you, vice versa. You, you, you couldn't hold them like you wanted to? Yeah, I definitely feel like I've been in a house that exploded. <laughs> <laughs> if that, if John wants to write a song, slow dancing in an explosive house yeah. or explosive room, that that I've been through. But yeah, I think to some degree, and for sure, everyone can relate to the concept or specific lyrics, and that would be true for me. And we know you have, obviously, because you shared during the episode. I've slow danced with a ghost in mm. a burning room. Interesting. Somebody That's another was, song he could write. Somebody who was already gone, mm -hmm. who wasn't there, but their impact was so strong that even in death... They were still there. They were still a part of Clarify me. they didn't die. No, 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 no. But like as a metaphor. This no. whole thing is a metaphor. I, I didn't actually that. dance in a burning room. I know, but I don't know that they knew that. <laughs> oh. But dancing, even, yeah, even after the death of the relationship. There you go. Uh, their impact in my life was so strong that it was still like they were tangibly there for mm -hmm. me to dance with. And didn't, and exactly that thing. I can't hold you right. Mm -hmm. You're not right because you're not really there. Mm -hmm. And it, it ties into, I mentioned this with In Repair. It ties it for, for me into In Repair, ties for me into uh, Dreaming with a Broken Heart, mm -hmm. which is one I want to talk about soon. Um, just that sense of this thing is gone and it's slipping through my fingers. Mm -hmm. And I would give anything for it not to. Yeah. But yeah. I, I know that we're doomed. Mm-hmm. Why? Doomed is a word you don't hear in songs a lot either. Yeah. It's My a good mom one. says that word a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. Not a lot, but more than the average person. Uh, the first track on That's the Spirit by Bring Me the Horizon is called Doomed. I love that you didn't ask me who they were because you know what? You don't know who they you are. You don't know who they are. Yeah. <laughs> Bring Me the Horizon is like one of my top favorite bands. I'm surprised they don't because you usually push music I, I, on I, I probably me. worn their shirt. I have a Bring Me the Horizon shirt. Well, I probably worn my it. My bad. Um, I wish to do a poll about if people know who the art, who artists I bring about, up are. It's always one episode where I'm like, I already know Lucas, or I don't know. So bring me the horizon. Is like I a wasn't asking. <laughs> totally different band depending on which part of the, their life that you listen to. Like they're known for the fact that they change mm -hmm. so much. Uh, but they did do one album, uh, like Madonna, right after that album I just mentioned. That's the spirit where they did it at the Royal Albert Hall. They're from England. Mm -hmm. They did it at the Royal Albert Hall and uh, played with a full like orchestra. Ooh. So it's heavy music. It's mm -hmm. probably stuff you wouldn't like. It's probably a little too heavy for you. Mm -hmm. But it's heavy music with the orchestra. It's oh, so beautiful. So beautiful. I love that they named their album That's the Spirit. Yeah. That's adorable. The, 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 uh, and there's like the song, the title song mm -hmm. is like there's some uh, uh, some cheering going on Aww, it. Oh, cute. S P I R I T. Spirit. Oh, this sounds like let's an amazing album. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about next week. Oh, it's your choice. It is. Are you ready? No. I don't oh, know. Oh, no. I haven't thought about it at all. It's been a really overwhelming day for me. Okay. So I'm going to take some time. Is it because the angels aren't going to the postseason? No, I knew that several weeks ago. Oh, okay. Some would argue months ago. Oh, okay. Um, so I need to take some time tonight and decide what I want to do. I might go for a deep, deep, deep cut. I was thinking about doing Man on the Side. 
which you're going to say, I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. It's so deep that I'm like, okay, I'll have to go learn the song. Yes, you will. But I don't know for sure yet. So I will let you guys know when I figure it out All by right. Monday because that's when I have to post it. Yeah. It's only Wednesday today. I yeah, you got, get, you, got, time. you got the weekend. I like to have more days to prepare though. So we'll see. Yeah. All right. That's it. All right. Well, thank you guys. I hope, please check that your walls are not on fire. I hope all of you are being fire safe. <laughs> Solid advice, I yeah. guess. Yeah. And yeah. relationship fire safe. And relationship fire. Hold your loved ones close. Do everything you can to uh, make sure that your, your walls are fireproof. I just hope you have a good week. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.